0: That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2773, on knowing what you don't know by Cylon George of SpiritualLivingForBusyPeople.com, and I'm Justin Mollick, the guy that reads to you every day, covering personal development or self-help, how to live a better life, and a lot more. It's always with permission from the authors or websites, and we get right to it and start optimizing your life. On Knowing What You Don't Know by Ceylon George of SpiritualLivingForBusyPeople.com. Quote, There are only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle. The other is as though everything is a miracle. Albert Einstein. Know thyself. These words were uttered by Socrates, arguably the greatest philosopher who ever lived. You might be tempted to look at this simple phrase and ask, How difficult can it be to know myself? I live with myself every single day. We assume we know ourselves. We think we know others. We think we know how the world works and we think our ideas are rock solid truths. But the truth is, we have no idea. And while Socrates said that phrase, he had no illusions about the process being easy. He concluded that our greatest knowledge comes from being keenly aware of how little we actually know. How often, though, do we use our knowledge to bring down ourselves and others? How often do we see people on TV, radio, and in person talk about events as if they control the cosmos? Nowadays, it's the hardest thing to just say, I don't know. But this statement is the truest one we can ever make as it relates to knowing anything the trap of knowing it all. The world of the known is embarrassingly small compared to the vastness of what we don't know. When we cling to what we know, we confine ourselves in very small worlds of our own making. Think you don't have any natural talents. Think others constantly judge you. Think the outside world is hostile. Think you know everything about the person you dislike most. Think you're beyond all hope. These are just a few of the things you know that are keeping you imprisoned in your reality a reality devoid of miracles. But you know what? Miracles are all around you. Miracles are nothing more than reminders of just how little we know. They don't usually appear in big flashes of light. They appear in the opening of a flower, in the rising of the sun, and in the random acts of kindness people perform every day. What if you became open to seeing the miracles? How might your world be transformed? Some tips for unknowing. If you're tired of the small world you're living in and are ready to go exploring, your next question might be, how do I begin the process of unknowing? Well, number one, stop talking. Stop talking about how your life is. Stop talking about how terrible your neighbor is. Stop talking about how the economy is so bad and you just can't catch a break. The reason why you speak in such disempowering ways is because you carry around disempowering beliefs. The way to release yourself from them is to write them down when you wake up first thing in the morning. Seeing them on paper will show you just how little power they have over you. Number two, listen. Once you learn to silence your mouth and mind, you will become more open to the guidance that is within you and all around you. You'll learn to listen, not just with your ears, but with your body and your soul. That ache in your shoulder you weren't even aware of suddenly becomes a source of new insight. That emotional distress is transformed from a source of endless pain into a conduit of grace. The nagging words of your loved one becomes the answer to your nagging problem. Number three, get curious. When you do speak, ask questions. Ask questions in your daily conversations rather than making statements or pronouncements. Making pronouncements over ourselves or others is one of the cruelest things we can do. It's often done in judgment and usually arises out of emptiness, fear, or discomfort rather than any well of truth. Socrates dedicated his life to asking questions. His insatiable curiosity was the hallmark of his genius. And number four, love. Too often we use our knowledge as a way of trying to lord it over others. It's the way we unconsciously seek to love and accept ourselves. The true path to self-acceptance and love, however, is by loving others. We don't need to be superior or inferior to others. We simply need to love them. This love is not some wishy-washy thing. You love when you practice the first three steps with full awareness and attention. When you expand into this new reality, you'll be shocked by just how small the world of superiority is. Unknow thyself want to have a life of joy and wonder, don't cling too tightly to what you know. The universe is too awesomely complex for that. So is each person, including you. Whenever you're tempted to discount or dismiss yourself or others based on what you know, guard your heart with the phrase, I don't know, and have the courage to be open to the abundant wisdom and grace that's all around and within you. You just listened to the post titled, On Knowing What You Don't Know by Cylon George of SpiritualLivingForBusyPeople.com. Thank you to Ceylon. It really is easy to think that we're self-aware, knowing exactly how we appear to the outside world and knowledgeable about everything. When I was little, it was more difficult to record ourselves with ease, but I do remember seeing myself on camera, VHS tapes to date myself, and thinking, what, that's what I acted like or looked like in that moment? Now it's a bit easier with most of us having cameras in our pockets at all times. Even though I prided myself on being self-aware at the time I thought I was, I don't think I really was now, and still don't think I am now after that small lesson. And Silon is saying that it's something we could all work on, really, and not just with self-awareness, but with knowledge in general, having some humility. I've brought up, random, odd homework assignments that a college professor gave me back in the day. And this idea of looking at things from a different perspective reminded me of yet another paper I had to write. This one's a little off topic, but kind of relates. He said, go for a walk, maybe just five or 10 minutes. But instead of looking at you know the flower, the tree, the signpost, look at their shadows instead. Try to only look at the shadows while you're out there walking. Now, if you do this, be careful with steps or uneven ground because it can be a bit discombobulating, but it sort of forces us to not only look at what we've always looked at. I found that assignment pretty interesting. So with that, have a fresh look at the day, have a great one, and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.